This podcast is sponsored by NaturalBossNH.com, SlowDownClothing.BigCartel.com, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery. More on that later. Let's get into episode 51 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? I am so happy to be back. It is, well, it's spring. That's right. Spring is sprung. It was yesterday. Uh, today is the 22nd, Monday, and it is another beautiful day outside. I think it's like 61 out. The sun is shining, and I'm starting to feel a little lazy because I know there's a lot of yard work to get done. Um, but let's start out the way we always do and i just want to say thank you to everybody out there for watching subscribing uh talking about this thing passing it around all the new subscribers out there welcome um i'm so happy to have more people joining me week after week and if you are new to the podcast remember to subscribe Hit those like buttons if you're enjoying the video. Remember to set the alarm so you know as soon as the new episodes are uploaded. And as always, you can follow me on social media. That's right. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go on social media. Um, I try to post something every day. It's just a great way to get some new content. Um, you can also write in to the show. That's right. You want to be part of the show? You want to get a conversation started with me? Well, send me an email to the official email of the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N, with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Uh, super excited to get today's podcast started. I got all kinds of stuff going on. All kinds of stuff. First off, I'm going to start with the most... <sighs> well, I have not been myself for a couple weeks now. Um, struggling with um, some stuff going on, right? Mental uh, stuff that takes a lot... Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of mental stress. I'm really not sure how to put it in words. It's been crazy. Um, I've told you before, my wife has been sick for months now. Actually, the 28th of this month, it'll have been three months. Um, and there was actually a little bit of a scare where what could be going on inside of her lungs could be cancerous. I believe it's lymphoma to be exact. But we just got back from the doctors today. I didn't think I was going to be able to talk about this till next week, so I'm super excited that this is kind of behind us um so the specialist was not worried about cancer oh thank god right you know i just i don't even know if he's real but so much relief uh hearing the specialist say that um you know we're going to do another cat scan or x-ray in a couple months to make sure the inflammation has gone down and is staying down um but the Inflammation that he has seen on all of her scans, um, ha not a worry for cancer. So that has been going on for weeks now, and I'm not sorry for the way I've been acting. I just apologize for not – I haven't felt like I put in 100% here. I've just kind of been doing it and getting it done and moving on. 
trying to keep subjects um, relevant, um, but a lot of my thought process, my um, my mental capacity was taken up with this. Um, when someone that's obviously close to you or your significant other um, is going through a tough time, um, you are also going through that tough time. You know, you're not going through it like they are because they're the ones going through it, but you're right there with them. You're trying to do everything you can to keep them healthy. You're doing everything you can to make sure that they got the scripts, that they're, you know, not uh, pushing themselves too hard. And uh, it's, 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 it, it sucks, to say the least. It just, it just sucks. It's tough. And during these times, it's even tougher um, because uh, we feel like if it's not COVID, then it's just kind of overlooked and pushed to the side. Now, I know this isn't 100% true, but I have felt this way since the beginning of this has all been happening. Um, this started December 28th last year. And at that time, COVID was rampant, and um, I kind of felt like we got pushed off to the side because it wasn't COVID. And um, this is just the way that they deal with this. I feel like it should be faster. They should be more invasive. And I'm, I'm I, I was wrong. I was just wrong. Um, this is what they do. This is the time that it takes. This is the, you know, this is the reason. The tests that they look at, this is just how it's done. It's not anything uh, different or new because of COVID. It's just the way things have always been done. And I got all this explained to me today. And I'm very happy that we are getting out of the woods, um, that she is getting out of the woods. I'm already out of the woods. Um, but it's just really nice to know that things are going well. And hopefully within the next week or so, um, she will be back to work maybe limited on what she's doing but um she'll be back to work and hopefully um with no relapsing this time so that has been the major thing that i have been going through um and i i i feel like it was showing and i couldn't talk about it because who wants to talk about something that may happen i'd rather talk about something that is happening and now we know so, super excited about that. I went to the doctor uh, for my knee. My knee popped in jujitsu about two and a half weeks ago, or two weeks ago. Yeah, two and a half weeks ago, sorry. Um, and uh, it turns out, uh, when I went and saw my doctor last Thursday, um, he did not need to scan me. He moved my leg around. He pressed all the pressure points and uh, pressed on all the ligaments and... I was showing no signs of pain because there were none. Um, and uh, he was like, I don't need to scan you. You're fine. And I go, so what happened? He goes, well, uh, it could have been some CO2 was trapped. You know, when you crack your knuckles, same thing can happen to your knees, um, your ankles, your toe, everything. Everything can crack. Every joint can trap CO2 and then it'll pop. And uh, that's probably why you, you keep... He told me that that's probably why I didn't feel any pain because if uh, my ligaments had popped or um, ripped or torn, um, I would have been in an excruciating pain. He would have not been able to press on certain areas of the ligaments without me uh, being in pain. So he basically told me I'm good. I need to listen to my body. And when my body is hurting, I need to 
let it heal and let it relax and just take care of it. And then when it starts to feel better, I can get back into it. So today was the first day I got to run again. I went for a mile run on eight because I started off in six and I was just like, this is too fucking slow. There's no way I'm doing six. So I went to eight and I only did it for a mile and I felt really good. I felt really good after that. Uh, So I'm excited. I'm getting back into it. You're going to start seeing me running again. We're going to start swinging those kettlebells again. Um, And if anything bothers me, I'm just going to ice it and take it easy with it. I have to realize that I am turning 42 this year. I just got to realize that I am getting old. And without saying it in so many words, he basically let me know that I'm getting old. So that was kind of humorous. Um, you know, like I said, I was worried about the knee, but when I found out that it was just my body, uh, aching because, well, I've never run in my life and I started running, um, April 20th. So I've almost, almost been a year now. Um, and, um, yeah, my body was just like, we have never done this before. I mean, I've done cross country when I was a teenager, but like I've never done any running religiously day after day, week upon weeks. And I started, you know, less than a year ago and I was doing a mile and a half, six days a week. So my knees were just like, we're not used to this. What are you doing? I don't, I don't understand. You're not giving us a break. You're constantly moving, and uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. So I have to listen to my body, and that's going to help me be able to continue doing what I'm doing. There's no more fear of being on the mats. I don't have to tell anybody to watch out for my knee because there's no no reason to do that. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about getting back into running. I'm excited about swinging those kettlebells again and not being worried about anything and I'm excited that um, my wife doesn't have cancer. So those are the two major updates that I feel were extremely necessary right up front. Um, you know, I have been I, – I, I started this podcast. Uh, I said last week that I felt like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing because I started this podcast – um, to better health, better my mental, um, my mental state, I guess you could call it my mind. I was trying to get it right. I was trying to get the, the thoughts out that were bothering me. Um, and I said, I built this podcast on working out running. Um, and, and that's not true. I started this podcast to help other people hopefully do the same thing that this was doing for me, which was getting my thoughts out there, getting my thoughts out of my head. Um, I always said that I'm not a person that's uh, too into AA meetings or, you know, giving my uh, troubles to a higher power. Um, And then I went on TikTok or Facebook or something and I said that, you know, I, I felt like I was failing because I wasn't posting about working out and I wasn't posting about uh, bettering my life and stuff like that. But that's not what I built this on. I built this to make a place 
where I can feel comfortable getting my troubles out and then hopefully somebody out there hears my troubles and uh, doesn't like react to them but maybe realizes what they're going through isn't as bad or maybe I did something to change things for myself and that could work for someone out there as well. That's what I built this on. So I felt like when I said um, I built this on working out and running and all that other stuff, I basically lied and I did not like that. It didn't sit well with me and I thought about it the entire week after doing it and I was like, man, that's not what this good. That's not what this is about. This is about opening up a dialogue and being able to get all these awful uh, thoughts out there um, and out of my head so that I don't go back to drinking, so that I continue continue bettering myself and I continue bettering my health. And so I wanted to clarify that, um, you know, if you follow me on any of the social media out there, um, I just felt like I put out a, a false um, a false message about what this was all about. So I wanted to clarify that. Yeah, last week I had written on in the title that it was St. Patty's Day. Um, but I didn't mention St. Patty's Day. And then the clip I did, I, I couldn't believe I did this either. I was like, oh my God. Um, I, I, when I, when I put in the podcast, happy St. Patty's day, it was on a blue screen. I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't do this, you know, more incorrectly. Um, if I tried and I didn't even try to do it that way. I, I thought it was green, but I guess there was something wrong with the color on my screen. And then when I, I, I checked out the podcast after uploading it, it was blue and I was like, oh my God. And I'm going to kind of get into why this is. Um, See, St. Patrick's Day, for me, was never a holiday that I celebrated. And this is because, um, well, when I was growing up, my parents told me that I was French-Canadian. And on my dad's side, we were German. So my entire life, I've grown up thinking that I was German and uh, I guess it's I, I, French Canadians, like Northern Euro- European, I guess, um, stuff like that. Or no, fr- uh, the French side of me is French Canadian. Um, and so so St. Patrick's Day was never like a real celebrated holiday in my house. Um, so I never really thought of it like that. And then I met my wife. And uh, while we were... In Illinois, with my mom and my dad, uh, we were getting ready to bury my mother's father. No, my father's mother. And while we were there, um, she unfortunately got a phone call, and her grandfather passed. And he happened to pass on St. Patrick's Day, which is, my wife is super Irish, and it's one of her favorite holidays. And it still is, even though she doesn't really drink anymore. And she's not like, uh, I think, I feel like the American St. Patrick's Day is a lot different than it is in Ireland. 
or Scotland. I don't know if both of them celebrate it. I have to uh, I have to apologize for that because I'm not sure. I didn't do a lot of research on if they both celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day. But my wife always celebrates it, and her family's super Irish, and they always celebrated it. And now it was kind of a, a downer, you know, a dark day because now it's the day that they uh, – look at it as you know uh her grandfather passed which was her mom's dad and um so because of this when we were deciding to get married um she was like i want to get married on saint patrick's day and i I was like okay i mean if that's what you want to do that's what we'll do i don't care when we get married i just want to get married and so we were doing that to turn a negative day into a positive day again. Um, And so we did. We got married on St. Patrick's Day. So I don't think of St. Patrick's Day uh, as St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I used to always drink on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, that was a great reason to wake up at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning and start drinking. Um, But now that I don't drink, I don't think of it that way anymore. It's just me and my wife's. And, oh, my wife and I's anniversary. So, um, I I was, I think it was like two years ago. I wanted to know my ancestry. I wanted to know my DNA, right? So I go and I order a couple tests. Now I'll be honest with you. I thought I was ordering twenty three and Me DNA test. I did not. I ordered an ancestry DNA test. And this isn't a bad or good thing, but ancestry, if you want to know your history of your DNA, ancestry is the better way to go. Um, Because after I placed the order, I ended up doing research. Now, 23andMe was not as big of a DNA pool, so they didn't have as much on the past and mind you, this is two years ago, so it's completely changed now. Um, you know, they got a they got a bigger pool on Twenty Three and Me, and they do a lot of the blood tests, um, testosterone, all kinds of stuff through Twenty Three and Me. Um, but I I ended up doing the Ancestry DNA test, and uh, I was I was extremely curious to see you know, how much German I was and all this other stuff and kind of get a little bit of background on my dad um, and and his family. And I will have to say that what I got for results really surprised me. And one of the other reasons I wanted to get this test done too is because I was working so hard on my diet and uh, I, I heard that when you do these tests and you find out where you're actually, uh, where you actually came from, uh, where your ancestors came from, stuff like that. It gives you a better scope on kind of what your diet should be. Um, they always, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and they say that finding out your ancestry and then, uh, seeing what their diet was can help better determine what your diet should be. Because that's initially where you're from. 
So your body should react well to those types of foods. So I was not only doing this to find out whether or not my mom and dad were correct about where I came from, but I also wanted to see what type of diets they had. Um, is there anything I can implement into my life to make my diet better and to make the digestion of food easier, uh, the absorption of all the um proteins, you know, whatever's in the food, you want your body to absorb it. Um, you don't want to just uh, expel it. So I was doing it for all these reasons. And I also was like, I don't know if I should do this because I don't want to just give them my spit. And I'm talking to my friend about this and we're going over it. And he looks at me and he goes, why are you so worried about giving them your DNA? And I go, cause I don't want him to, to 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 have my stuff. And he's like, but you've already been to jail. You've already been put through the system. They have your DNA. They have your fingerprints. They have everything. He's like, so what do you care if you give it to this company? And I went, oh shit, you are absolutely right. And I totally forgot about that. You know, so that made my decision easier. So if you out there are thinking about getting a DNA test, but you're worried about them having your DNA and finding out something or holding it against you or, or, or I don't know, maybe you're out there thinking that they're going to make a duplicate of you. Um, I say you don't have to worry about that if you've already been put through um, our legal system. You know, if you've already had fingerprints and you've already had mouth swabs and the cops have that on file, then you can go and get a DNA test and find out where you're from. It doesn't you're you're already there. I mean, if they wanted to duplicate you, they could do it already. And not to scare anybody, but I mean who 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 knows what they're doing with my DNA? I don't know. You know, I, I just hope that that it's uh i i don't even hope anything i i don't know what they're doing with it and him bringing that to light uh allowed me to just go ahead and give him my spit and getting these dna results uh which i will get into just gonna freshen up with some liquid death Mm. telling you if you have not checked out this water yet you have to it's amazing and for an ex-alcoholic like myself, I don't know why it's so rewarding to drink out of a can. I don't know. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So this is Ancestry. And um, <laughs> this is pretty crazy. All right. So I'm going to go into my discovery of my DNA story and um, kind of go through this, you know, um, I, I, today I would do 23 and me over ancestry. Uh, I love the way that they break this down. I love the fact that they tell you the migration of stuff, uh, where the people came from, where they went to, uh, basically where they landed, um, and how they wound up being, uh, where where we are today, um, basically, um, and, and uh, they were all pushed out, um, is what I found out. So, you know, 
I know we're all talking about racism today. We're all talking about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, this, that, and the other thing. Um, people are being canceled for doing blackface 20 years ago. Um, I don't agree with any of that stuff today, um, but I don't agree with erasing history either. I mean, you can't... It's already done. It, it is done. It's been done. So... I mean, to cancel people because of stuff that they did 20 years ago is crazy. You're not giving the person a chance to show who they are today or show that they've changed. And that's not the way I was brought up. I was brought up with giving people second chances. I've gotten so many chances that it's uncountable. And I'm thankful for all those chances because it's made me the person that I am today. So, yeah, I, I can agree with being upset with people for doing things. But to lose your job, to lose everything that you've been working on, to lose sponsors, to lose all these things um, is just crazy to me. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm using this to get all my stuff out there. So, I mean, you find anything, you can't really hold it against me. I probably already did or will be talking about it eventually. Um, I just like to kind of spread things out so it lasts a little bit longer. Um, but it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. Like Dr. Seuss books. What are we doing? Don't read the book. Why would you get rid of it? If it upsets you, just don't read the damn book, but you can't go around just eliminating books and burying things and canceling shit. I mean, we, they, People tried burning all the books, and that was an awful thing to do. I mean, it erased so much history, and then, you know, years later, people are probably going to try to figure out what happened, and, and there's no way to go back because everything got burned or it got canceled or it got shut down or it got destroyed, and it's like, no, that's our history. We need our history because we need to learn from our history and not repeat it. You know how they say history always repeats itself? I think history repeats itself because we try to forget it. We try to put it behind us and we don't learn from it. So therefore, it repeats itself. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. So if we learn from our history and we keep our history, then we can learn from it and be better than our history. So I don't agree with all the canceling and all this other crap and... I don't agree with the racism and stuff, but it's been going on for hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of years. And where my ancestors came from, they were all pushed into a small group and they had to either leave or they were going to be killed. Now, I don't want to get into the entire story of what happened because... It just It's a long read. It's a long read, and it just takes way too long to do it on a podcast. But they were all considered the group that couldn't make it, right? They're the, they're, they were the weak ones. So a lot of them had to escape um, England uh, in the north uh, England and northwestern Europe. So they were all kind of being told that they, they're going to die. And then they decided, okay, well, we don't want to die, so we're going to get on a boat and we're going to go here. Um, so, yeah, so you got England and North Northwest European. Um, let's see. Let me see if I could do this real quick. Uh, the history of Britain, 
the heart of our England and North Western Europe religion is often presented as one group of invaders after another displacing the native populations. The Romans, Anglo-Saxons, uh, Vikings, and Normans all left their mark on Britain, both politically and culturally. However, the story of Britain is far more complex. In fact, modern studies suggest the earliest populations were wiped out but adapted and absorbed in the new arrivals. So racism has always been here. Always. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to be able to get rid of it as sad as that statement makes me. It just doesn't seem like anything that's going away. It's like built into us. And it's like, okay, you get rid of racism, but then you have groups that hate other groups so it may not be racism, but there's still, you know, people out there that if you don't like my red person or my blue person, then you're the enemy. So it doesn't end. It keeps continuing because we can't accept the fact that people do not think like us. People don't think like I do. People don't do what I do. I don't do what you do. This is the whole point of this melting pot we call America. So that we can all be together, be united, and work on our differences, not kill each other for them. We need to understand each other's differences. We need to understand why this person feels this way and why. And then I want you to understand why I feel this way. And if we can meet somewhere in the middle, that's great. But if we can't meet at the middle at all, that's fine too. I'm not going to get that upset with the person that I have to think of them as the enemy now. This is just a person that doesn't think the way I do. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't understand why it's so hard to get past that today. I don't understand why this is still such a giant issue. You know, I, I knew it was an issue when I was growing up, when I was a teenager, and when I used to listen to rap music, and my dad couldn't stand it. It's taken him a long time to shift his thinking from where he was. Uh, you know, when he was a teenager, it was completely different. Those things were accepted. That's the way it was. So it took him a long time to realize that's not the way it needs to be. So he's adjusted himself and he's adjusted the way he thinks about things today. But yet... Everybody out there has to remember, we're talking about generations and generations of people that had different thoughts and they put their thoughts into their kids and their kids grow up and they have their own thoughts and they're going to, they're going to use some of the thoughts that were given to them by their parents. And whether they're right or not, it's not their fault that they think this way. It's just the way they were brought up. And the only thing that we can do today is show them that it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. And that's what history teaches us. It teaches us that we don't need to be that way anymore. But if you erase it, you can't learn from it. So it doesn't make any sense to me. But I just wanted to bring that fact up that this has been going on for thousands of years and to get rid of Dr. Seuss books is friggin' stupid. It's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. 
I don't know why I just use frigging. It doesn't make any sense. I don't like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm just saying, this has been going on for so long that it's embedded in all of us. And if you say you're not a racist person, but then you spit in a Democrat's face because you, you're Republican or vice versa, well, then what the hell are you doing? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Just because you're saying you're not racist and you're doing it to another person of the same color doesn't make it okay. None of this is okay in my eyes. So that's my little rant on that. But yeah, so uh, I found out that I was uh, England and Northwestern Europe, um, Scotland, which was completely off the radar no one ever mentioned scotland and i do have to mention that when i first put in my results these numbers were a lot different um so obviously there's been some updating done and th- that's the one thing i like about ancestry is they're constantly updating and uh, letting you know but this used to say uh 14 and it was scotland and ireland and now um primarily i'm scotland uh, Northern Ireland, so it's pre- it, it's pretty cool. I mean, forty two percent, which is crazy to me because out of all the things my parents have told me when I was a kid and growing up, uh, this was never mentioned. So it turns out that St. Patrick's Day is a holiday that I could have been celebrating, but I was always told I was German. Um, and then, of course, uh, the French or France, um, which would be your uh, French Canadian uh, stuff like that. And then I got some Norway, which used to be one percent and now is bumped up to four percent. Um, so that was pretty cool to find out. I, I had no idea that there was uh, Nor Norwegian. Uh, in there, which is pretty cool. That's like Vikings and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of history there that I don't know that I'm very curious about. Um, and then I have some Native American or Indigenous American from the north side, uh, but it's only two percent. It's not enough to like make any money off of or anything like that. You got to be at fourteen percent if you want to get a check from the government. But I have two percent in there now. I've always known about my Indian background, um, but I didn't know where it landed. I didn't know uh, how much I had in me. I wasn't sure um, what, what uh, I, I, it was Micmac Indian and uh, one other one, um, but the, the diverse landscape of our indigenous Americans north uh, region spans from Pacific Canadian coast to the northern Atlantic coastline. These lands were home to a vast array of Native American groups from nomadic tribes of the plains to more sedentary peoples oh crap, in the northwest, in the northeast. Surviving by hunting, foraging, and uh, agriculture, they also traded and formed relationships with French, Spanish, English, and English travelers. Oral storytelling traditions helped to sustain origin myths such as the tale of the Iron Quayon Sky people while changing to accommodate new 
Christian influences. While different in many ways, the people of this region all created societies rich in culture adaptation. I mean, this is just fascinating to me. Now, one thing I do have to tell you about Ancestry, um, no, they're not a sponsor. This is something that I bought on my own, and I got one for my wife, too. It was really fun. Um, but they make you pay for, like, everything. So right now, I've gotten a bunch of hits on my grandfather, uh, his military background, and all kinds of paper documents that they, that they found, and... I go to click into it to see more in depth, and of course they're like, "Oh, pay ninety nine dollars a month, so or a year," and I'm like, "All right, that that sucks." You know, you already paid. Uh, you know, I think I paid a hundred dollars a test. Um, you have to pay for the website every month, and then they want you to pay more as they find out more information on your family tree. Um, that makes me upset, but I can understand it. You know, you you got to pay to. Uh, find out stuff you know it it, it sucks but uh it, it's really cool if you want to know the story i do not know if 23andme goes this deep i am going to find out probably by the end of the year because i want to do a 23andme uh specifically for the blood tests I, I i love blood tests i as you guys know from the last podcast i'm really into what's going on inside my body and finding out how to uh, make it better, you know, but so all of these things popped up and I brought these results to my parents and we were talking about it and I'm like, Hey, here's my results. This is what I am. And of course my mom looks at my dad and my dad's like, uh, I don't know. I was always told that I was German. And, uh, she's like, well, I think someone lied to you. Um, or, you know, there was something that nobody wanted to get out. And I've been finding out more and more that, like, you know, they're, they're with this ancestry thing, you know, they're, they're solving cold case murders because of this. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's destroyed a couple families here and there, you know, with the, the deep secrets of maybe somebody cheating on somebody else and then still having the baby with... Uh, the original person they were with, but it turns out not to be the father or the mother. You know, it's just crazy stuff going on. So, I mean, that can happen too. Um, but I I was like, yeah, no German here. And, of course, you know, my sis, I went over to my sister's house shortly after getting these results. And my sister, it was funny, I walked in, her and her husband are talking about uh, how she's German and kind of making jokes and blah 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 like we used to always do when we thought we were German and I had to sit her down and be like hey uh, we're not German you know so she was thinking about getting a test as well I don't think she ever did but she was thinking about getting one because she was she was blown away she was like what are you talking about and I'm like we're not German I'm like so even though those you know we're making jokes and stuff but uh I wouldn't make those jokes anymore because it's not true. And uh, I had to show her the results and tell her uh, what was going on. And uh, she was completely dumbfounded, like jaw to the floor. Like, I can't believe this, you know, because she's getting close to her 40s. So it's been a long time that we were under the impression we were something we weren't. 
So it, the whole thing really uh, brought a whole bunch of stuff to light, um, and uh, it was it was very interesting uh, to find out. Are you looking for some great, exciting, organically made products that can help you with chap lips, dry skin, and keeping COVID and the flu away? Well, you need to go to naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Go there today. They have got the best hand sanitizer I have ever used. I've been using it now for a year, and I love it. Uh, doesn't doesn't leave my hands sticky after I use it, so it's easy to get behind the wheel of the car after shopping and not have to worry about my hands sticking to the steering wheel. Their salve is great for dry skin. I know it's springtime now, but people still get dry skin, dry elbows, dry knees, and this salve really helps. The chapstick is amazing, and even though it does help with chap lips during the winter, it does much more than that. It keeps your lips moist all year round. Um, their beard oil is great, and their foot and body soak is amazing. So go to naturalbossnh.com today. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com and get any one of these five amazing products or just buy all five today. You need help getting the conversation started? Well, I've got the place for you to go to have the coolest printed t-shirts, hats, gloves, women's leggings, kids t-shirts, skateboards. You can only get it all at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I absolutely love this website. They keep coming out with new stuff. They got new hats, new shirts, uh, new kids clothing. And the women's leggings have prints on them from ankle to hip. They're just high quality, uh, bright colors, and they will get a conversation started. You know, that sometimes in life during these COVID times, getting a conversation started is very difficult, especially with these masks on. So why not have something that shows your personality without having to show your face? Um and you can only get it here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You can always follow them on Instagram. That's slowdownclothing uh, and slowdownclothingkids on Instagram. Super exciting to uh, always talk about these guys every week. I love their sweatshirts, their sweatpants. They've got neck gaiters, four different to choose from. Uh, their, their gloves, they got two different styles, but they're great for shoveling, raking, uh, which we're all going to be doing very shortly, um, and, and dirt biking, snowboarding. I mean, you can use these things for anything. So go and get any one of these amazing products at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Not sure how to spell it? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Are you looking for a new vape shop? Well, I've got one you need to check out. We are the number one vape shop in New Hampshire, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., you can give us a call, 603-814-4171, and you're always welcome to shop in our store, provided you wear a mask. We have it all. We've got the brand new Nord 4 
I love this thing. This one's got the leather inlay. It's an 80-watt device. It hits like a champ. Amazing product. And not only do we have that one, but we've got many more pod devices to choose from. You're looking for a tank? You're looking for mods? You're looking for kits? We got all of those. We have all the specialty coils that you can't find anywhere else in our store today. And if you're looking for flavors, we've got them for days. Not only do we have flavored disposables, but we've also got flavored e-juice. Super important today with all the flavor bands going into effect. But you can come on down and come on in our store and get your favorite flavors today. Um, we've also got rig pads, uh, dab mats. You know, the multi-mats, they're great. I got one right here on my table. I love this thing. It's amazing, and it works great, and it's just a high-quality product at an affordable price. You're also looking for slow-down clothing uh, retailer? We are it. That's right. We've got all the slow-down clothing to choose from. Uh, their hats, their winter hats, their shirts. We've got it in store, in stock. So come on down and come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery today and get your slow down clothing, get a new vape. Maybe you're looking for CBD. We got that too. You need loose leaf? I got it. Three and a half grams, 25 bucks. You need cartridges, maybe a disposable tincture, vapable CBD? We've got it all. You need to come on down and come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. Feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171, and we are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m., and you are more than welcome to come in our store, provided you wear a mask. And now, back to the show. So that just brings me back to St. Patty's Day. It is, I, I was always... My my wife, super Irish, right? Even when she got her test results, super Irish. So she always had the Irish stuff in the house. And I always kind of like was like, where's the German stuff? You know, I try to find anything German and just bring it in. Um, and now I'm like, oh, my God, all the Irish stuff in the house is for me, too. And it just made our anniversary uh, that much better. You know what I mean? Like I was doing it for her. I was doing it because of her grandfather. And now it's something that I can celebrate as well. And it's, this is all new to me. So the whole reason that I never mentioned that it was St. Patty's day is because I never thought of it as my holiday. I just looked at it as a drinking day. And because I don't drink, it's just my anniversary. Well, it's more than that now. And uh, I treat it that way, but I'm still getting used to it. It's still new to me. Um, but I am always excited for our anniversary. But that's that's why I never uh, mentioned St. Patrick's Day. That's why it's kind of not something that's in the forefront of my mind. Um, and I, I just wanted to kind of go through that with you. Um, because I find it fun. I find it fun. I find it interesting. I love, I love DNA and I love blood tests. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm weird, but that's okay. I, I just think it's super cool. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and I think that if you want to go out there and get this test done, um, go get it done. You know, 23andMe, Ancestry, either one's a good choice. Um, if you want more intense 
tests, I would go lean more towards 23andMe, uh, where you can get even more tests done. Um, and to kind of shoot off of this, um, right now there's, uh, damn, it begins with an A. I want to say Anatix. Um, I think it's only in California right now. Uh, this is a company that is going to be doing uh, tests for um, antibodies for COVID, which is very exciting because if you've had uh, COVID, they're saying to get your antibodies tested before you get the vaccine. Now, they are saying that you can get the vaccine three months after having COVID, but Check your antibodies, you know, get your antibodies tested because if you're already in the high, high marks of having antibodies, um, I guess there's been some bad results with the vaccine um, with the high antibodies in your system. So like my friend, I told him the same thing after hearing a couple doctors talk about this on podcasts. That's where I get all my information. Just making that very clear do not take my word on anything ever go and look it up yourself make sure you're doing your homework and not just listening to the dumb dumb on the other side of this mic okay i have no problem calling myself that i have no doctorate i have no phd i have no college education whatsoever so i am a high school graduate so therefore i think in most eyes i'm a dumb dumb but these are the things that I'm hearing out there, and I am excited about this new company coming out. It's going to be a way to they, – they're not new. They're just finally opening up to the public, which is great. It used to be only doctors could get this stuff, um, this specific test, and it's finally opening up to the free market, which is very exciting. Um, and I think it's called Anatix. I could be wrong on that. Um, but do your research, do you check into it. And if it's something that would probably help you, um, then I suggest checking it out. Uh, but I'm excited about it. I want to, I want to get these tests done. I want to, uh, have a way for my friend to test his antibodies because right now to call the doctors and get your antibodies tested, they're not doing it. Um, they're not just doing it for anybody. Um, so this is a way for you to do it for yourself. But like I said, I think it's only open to the market in California at the moment. They are looking to, uh, go bigger, um, and distribute to everybody in the U S but I think this is a soft opening, um, to the free market. So exciting stuff. This is just exciting stuff. And I think more people need to be aware of, um, you know, the fact that you might have enough antibodies in your system where the vaccine is not going to be any better for you. You're already pretty good. And they're finding out that a lot of people that have high antibody counts are um, less susceptible to the variants. So all exciting shit. I even found out the other day that uh, doctors are starting to find out that People who smoke THC uh, regularly, um, ha uh, the, the THC molecule, and I know I'm going to get this wrong or chop it up, so again, do your research, but the molecule that THC like attaches to 
is the same spot that COVID needs to attach to. So because of that, it can't. So they're finding out that people that smoke THC or ingest THC on the regular, like an everyday consumer like myself, um, has a less chance of possibly getting COVID because the molecule is already occupied with THC and COVID can't get in. So they're finding out more and more stuff as this goes on, and that's how this all works. There is never going to be a definite answer until we're five maybe even six years down the road with this virus before we fully understand it. You know, being uh, a year and a half in, we're doing great. I think the stuff that we figured out and the fact that the vaccines are doing their thing and we're getting closer to opening um, is great. But don't let your guard down. Don't take off your mask just because you're sick of wearing the mask. Trust me, I'm sick of wearing my mask too. But you still don't want to catch COVID. I mean, I just don't want to get sick. I don't even care if it's COVID, the flu, measles, uh, bronchitis. It doesn't fucking matter what it is. I don't want to get sick, period. And now that we're noticing that there's less and less flu symptoms... It's got to be because of what we're doing, right? It's not just because we're not testing for it as much as we once were, which is also a true statement, but all the masks and the hand washing and the less contact and all these things, you're seeing flu go down. So what we're doing is helping, and I know we're all tired. Trust me, I hate wearing my mask at work. I hate wearing my mask, period. But I do it because I just don't want to get sick, period. I'm not afraid of COVID. I still go to the doctors. I still go out. I still do things. I've been doing things since day one of this stupid virus and since day one of this fucking lockdown. You know? So the fear is always going to be there because who wants to get sick in the first place and who wants to get sick to the point where they're in the hospital, right? Nobody. But I can't live my life in fear all the time. And I I know a few people that still to this day have not gone to the doctors because they're still super afraid because that's what the news has done to them. I mean, they won't even touch things. They're not even touching things. They're super, super afraid. And I feel like this is the wrong path for people to be on. Is it good to use caution? Is it good to protect yourself? Is it good to, you know, keep yourself out of harm's way? Of course that is. It's all good. But the media has gotten people so petrified that they're not even going to the doctors anymore when they should be. Right. I mean, I got I know a few people that have like IBS and uh, just all kinds of problems and they're not going to the doctors to figure this stuff out because they're afraid that if they go to the doctors, they're going to catch covid. And this is this is where the fear porn has brought us. It's brought people to the point where they won't even go and check up on their regular Because they're afraid of catching it. And that is going to completely fuck with people. 
and people are going to get sicker and they're going to die of something that was probably treatable because they're too afraid to leave their house. This is the problem with the fear porn. It's not the fact that they were trying to instill all this mask wearing and keep us uh, away from each other to keep us safe and stuff. But now you've caused a chain reaction of people being ill that could get cured and they're not going anywhere because they're so afraid. And, and this is just absolutely the wrong way to do things. And I want to get more people to go to the doctors if you need to. Make your appointments. It's not scary out there. Just take all the precautions. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. And get yourself taken care of if you need it. Um, I just really, really wanted to get that out there today. I think it all... Uh, coincides with each other. I mean, I was just at the doctor's this morning with my wife. I was at the doctor's last week for myself. She's been in and out of the ER for the last couple months. I mean, it, it you can't not take care of yourself. You just can't. That's when something serious can really happen. And if it, you can, it, nobody in your house is going to be able to help you. You know what I mean? We can only do as much as we can you got to get to the doctors, you got to get to the professionals, and you got to, it's, it's not that scary um, anymore. It was, it was. We all thought at one point that everybody was going to die from this, and that's not the case anymore. All right, so get out there, get to your doctors, and get yourself taken care of. Now, staying on the health kick, right? One of my favorite things to do is fast. And I've got another five-day water fast coming up. That's right. Super excited about this. I love water fasting. I do it twice a year. And this will be the first time for this year. And I'm doing it in May. And if you want to join me, well, then send an email to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Let me know that you're going to be joining me. Um, I don't have a date at this very moment in time. Next week, I'm going to announce the date that I will start my fast and the day that my fast will end. And if you want to do it along with me, I encourage you to do that. And I will tell you, there is nothing being taken except for water. I get rid of coffee. I, I, I do not stop taking my supplements. And I know I probably should, and I probably will this time around. Uh, but because of COVID, I still take my supplements. I still take my vitamin C. I still take my vitamin D. So I know that most people out there are like, well, that's not a full fast. Maybe you're right. But I've, I've, I've listened to enough fasting podcasts, and I've read up on so much fasting that a lot of people during their fast will still take certain supplements. Um, I have not decided whether or not I'm going to take out all supplements. I usually do black coffee in the morning and I usually do water. And every fast it changes. So when I actually get my details down of exactly what I'm going to do during my five-day water fast next month... I will let all of you know out there. And if you want to join me, 
that's fantastic. But most of the time, it's just water, nothing else, five full days. I do no working out. I do no running. The only thing I do, and a lot of people disagree with this too, is I do still go to jujitsu. It's pretty taxing on the on the body, and midway through the fast, I will tell you that last class I do is a rough one. I'm usually completely shaken, and my body is a hundred percent drained, and it is rough. But I can't not go on the mats. I mean, I even went on the mats when the doctors told me not to with my knee. All I did was look at my partner and I said, "Hey, my knee screwed up." So, you know. Go easy on it. If you, you know what I mean? Like, that's all you can do. You know, when you're, when you're uh, doing this stuff, that's all you can do. You just tell your partner what's going on and you let them know to take it easy. And that uh, usually helps with accidents during jujitsu. Um, and, and, and a lot of people I know um, started jujitsu and then stopped jujitsu because, you know, they got in an arm bar and they kept fighting it and then they hurt their arm because they didn't tap. And I will tell you right now, this is common, but it doesn't have to be super common. It doesn't have to always happen to you. Like accidents happen. I've had a bruised rib, broken toe, uh, torn ligaments in the hand, uh, you know, almost thought I ripped a ligament or tore, tore a ligament in my knee. Um, these things do happen. I'm not saying that like if you do jujitsu, you're not going to get hurt, but the biggest injuries I've seen out of the six years of doing it were ones where people didn't tap. It's up to you to do the tapping, right? If you're in something and you can't get out of it, don't let the ego override you into thinking that you can uh, get out of it or you can fight it. You fight it until you can't fight it anymore. And I've learned over my six years of doing this that tapping is one of the most important things. Like if someone gets my arm now and I know it's going into an arm bar, but I know that I can't roll out of it or I can't flip or I can't defend it. They're not even going to extend my arm. I'm just going to tap. They got it. It's it. It's over. So injuries in jiu-jitsu are common, but 90% of them are usually your own fault. You know, you've got the control. You know if you're getting put into a leg lock or an ankle lock uh, as a higher belt, you know you have two options to get out of that move. And if both those options are not there to take, then you got to tap because you can't get out. So I encourage everybody. It doesn't matter how old you are either. You can be in your 50s. You could be in your 20s. You could be in your 60s. If it's something that you've always wanted to do, don't let the fear of getting hurt hold you back from trying it. Just be the smarter person. Let go of the ego. That's the most important part. You got to remember, even though we're trying to choke each other out or get an arm bar or do whatever, you know what I mean? It's going to be a tough struggle and a fight for sure. But it doesn't have to go to the extreme where you get hurt. You just got to be able to tap out because when you tap, you just reset and you do it again. And 
that's the best part is being able to tap out and start over. So just remember that when you're when you're going through uh, the thoughts of getting into jujitsu, and then you're hearing the horror stories of people getting hurt. Most of the people that have told me that they've gotten hurt, I found out later on it was because they didn't tap or they didn't know what they were doing, and they just kept going and going and going. So you just gotta let go of the ego and remember when to tap out. So. This is why I still go to jujitsu when I'm fasting because I know I'm fasting. So I tell people I'm fasting. And there there's I don't have a lot of energy day, you know, day 3 4 depending on where my classes land. But it could be day 4 of fasting and I'm I'm in a, a Thursday morning uh jujitsu class. So I tell my partner, I've been fasting for 4 days. I don't have a lot of energy. So if you get me, you probably got me. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna continue fighting through that because I don't have the energy, I don't have the power, and I, I don't need to get hurt. So I know by letting my partner know I have full control over the match. You know, this is what I try to let a lot of people know when they're getting into it too. They're I've heard from so many people that want to get into this that are just afraid of getting hurt. Oh, if I if I hurt my arm, I can't work. Or if I hurt my leg, I can't work. Well, you've got to work on not hurting yourself. So this is why I tell people I'm fasting. This is why I tell my partners my knee's fucked up. This is why I do everything that I do because I know at the end of the day I'm going to walk out of that class uh, feeling good. I got my work in. I got my knowledge consumed. And I can leave that class with no injuries. So it's really up to you um, to make sure that you don't get hurt. And I really wanted to get that out there because uh, so many people getting into jujitsu today and there's a lot of people getting hurt and they're blaming jujitsu because of it. And it's really not jujitsu's fault. It's usually your own fault for not tapping. But this is this is where why I wanted to get it out there. This is why I wanted to talk about it today. So, if you want to join me on the water fast, please let me know. I am very excited about it. And like I said, next week I will have a date. I will have uh, the times that I'm going to do it, the days I'm going to do it, and exactly what I'm going to do this time around. I'm going to probably talk to my doctor and see if it would be a good idea. To stop taking the vitamin C, vitamin D, and all the stuff that's helping me fight um, against COVID. If that would be okay to stop taking for five days. And if it is, I'll probably end up not taking any of my supplements. And I'm probably going to try no coffee this time. So it's going to be a... I'm shooting for no coffee, no supplements, just water. Um, I drink five uh, 20-ounce bottles of water a day minimum. I will drink more than that. I will have flavored water because that's zero, zero, no sugars, no calories, no nothing. So it, you can drink that. You can drink flavored water. Um, but I'll have more details on that next week. Um, and that is that. That's it. It's a podcast. Well, another friggin' beautiful week. Um, a lot of stress has been relieved. Uh, looks like my wife is out of the woods, and I'm very excited for that. And I'm always excited to do this podcast with you um, every week. 
Uh, so thank you for watching, listening, subscribing to all the newbies out there. Remember to subscribe. Remember to hit those like buttons. Remember to hit those alarms so you know as soon as the new episodes are uploaded. Share, 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 and comment. Comments help push this thing up. And I appreciate all of you for doing it more and more. I really appreciate it. You keep me coming back week after week. And I just, I love it. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. And I'm just so excited to do this uh, again. Uh, we're getting closer to the first year of this podcast being up and running. And I'm telling you, it's been one of the best things I've done for myself um, since I quit drinking. So I have all of you to appreciate out there for joining in, and I just thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you want to follow me, go to social media and check out uh, what I'm doing there. I post things every day. It's a great way to get some new content uh, throughout the week, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go to any of those. Go to all of them. Hit the follow button. Check it out. And uh, if you are joining me for this five-day water fast, hit me up on the email, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Put five-day water fast in the subject line. Um, if you want to talk about something, get some dialogue started, put that in the subject line, and we will get that going. I appreciate all of you. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Spring is here, and uh, let's enjoy it. Let's get those yards cleaned up. Let's get those fires started, and uh, let's just have some fun. Here's to a happy, safe spring 2021. All right. And I will talk to you later. <laughs>